What's good, futurists? My next guest is Sandy Plashkiss, co-founder and VP of marketing at Owner's Box. And he's looking to disrupt the fantasy sports space. The key to it all, social engagement. Owner's Box is launching an exciting new weekly-based fantasy sports app come August. And it's gonna be the ultimate fan experience wrapping competitive fantasy play, data, and social chatter into one platform. I'm pretty hyped to give you guys a sneak peek. This one was sick. Let's talk the next wave of fantasy sports. So yeah. Sandy, you're a co-founder and VP of marketing at Owner's Box, which you define as a new wave of fantasy sports. Sports have been canceled in the past three months. Are you viewing this as a great strategic opportunity to shore up and really plan how you're going to change fundamentally the way in which we create our own sports universes with our friends? In March or so, when the league NBA was the first league to stop, of course, and you know, at the time, Owners Box, any company, DraftKings, FanDuel, in the space, you know, it was we're all really, really concerned. You know, we don't know when sports is going to return. Revenue numbers are way down for the companies in the space actively. You know, for us, you know, we see post-COVID as a huge, huge opportunity for us. You know, fans, you know, they're dying, they're thirsting for engagement, right? On the sports side, you know, Absolutely. they can't go to stadiums. You know, they can't go to stadiums watch games. You know what they're going to be doing? They're going to be on their computers. They're going to be on their mobile devices, looking for other ways to get engaged while they're watching these sports, right? So interact rank against each other, all these, all these aspects that's, you know, not really out there in all these other companies, you know, our separator, our last mile of our product is really this social engagement piece. Let's consider the other big boys in your space though. We have DraftKings, we have FanDuel, and they're in the top five spenders on TV ads in the country with these tremendous war chests they have to spend on advertising and spend on users. How are you going to get owner's box into the hands of all these users? Obviously, they're dominating the industry, the FanDuel's and DraftKings, valued at over $3 billion each, you know, getting into the sportsbook space. So how do we market against them, right? So I think I'll start with our product. You know, what we do, we have a first-to-market product in the weekly fantasy space. So, you know, fantasy players, especially in the daily space, you know, it's such a saturated market with DraftKings, FanDuel started it. But there's hundreds, you know, people are all trying to get in the daily space because they really, I mean, the revenue opportunities are through the roof. So with our product, this weekly model, we're really positioned in a unique spot. And ultimately, you know, we go after partnerships and we go after athletes who obviously will drive us users. So we're actually in a couple partnership agreements with some athletes here. Uh, haven't finalized them yet, so I won't, I won't speak on names. But, you know, in terms of separating ourselves and really getting out there uh, to these users, you know, we're taking a really guerrilla marketing approach on it. And, you know, we know these partnership agreements ultimately will be driving us lots of traffic. Each of these sites have over a million and a half active users on a monthly basis. So, right. you know, our target goals, you know, for, for sustainability, you know, we're going after 25,000 users. And, you know, I think fully, I actually believe with everything we're doing on the marketing side, that that will be extremely achievable uh, within a month of launch. Your average user on FanDuel and DraftKings, I think it's 80% of users on those sites get have a negative 51% return on investment. Don't you think there's this great opportunity for fantasy sports that isn't linked to betting, even though that's growing so much? What about, you know, clean playing fantasy sports with your boys? You're not necessarily, you know, wagering for these huge pots, but maybe you make bets with like your boys like on the side and it's not like it's not defined by putting your money on the line. I play daily and, you know, I do not turn profit. And the stat is actually 2% of users overall on daily platforms actually turn profit. So here's owner's box. How are we going to 
how are we going to turn that around, you know, change the narrative in the fantasy space? So what we do is we offer contest sizes up to two teams, four teams, eight teams, and 16 teams, and we do bracket-style payout systems. So based off our positioning, it's, it's kind of like your March Madness pool where you have, if you win week one, you advance the next week and you get paid out. So that's the big thing. So what we do is we pay out on a weekly basis and we have smaller contest entrants. So ultimately, based off our predictions, 25 to 50% of users will see profits on our platform, which is four to five X what is on the daily. So, you know, when you ask user acquisition, you know, I think that will be a huge uh, factor in retaining customers ultimately, because, you know, as someone who's just seen the worst of it all on daily, you know, the, it's plateauing the space in the daily format. You know, we really want to bring in a strategic element to what we're doing. And obviously, over the course of a seven-day competition, you know, there's a lot of strategy involved in, you know, determining how you actually do in the contest. So that's another piece, you know, we're just trying to layer all this stuff on top of each other to ultimately build this hyper-engaging, socially-driven format on owner's box. There's 50 million fantasy sports players in the country, and the Supreme Court actually legalized sports betting. I think New Jersey was the first state, and yeah. I think 17 states have followed suit now. Neither of us are lawyers, but let's try to understand why it's good a good thing to make sports betting legal and why this is like such a powerful trend in the space. States are ultimately, were originally giving some pushback just because of the nature. You know, it wasn't as welcome, sports betting wasn't, you know, at the time, you know, five years ago or so when it really made a splash. Um, nowadays, you know, you go on CNBC, you go on any of these business news channels and you see DraftKings, you see FanDuel, you see Penn National Gaming almost every single day, right? And there's there's two pieces to it. The leagues is another thing. I think the leagues have, their eyes are wide open after seeing all these revenue numbers. You know, not all states are legalizing it, but some really have and let it open up. And, you know, the others are ready to get involved. Tell me what sports leagues that you guys are going to start with and then, you know, build from there. So our target market as it sits now for launch is North America. So you ask what sports we're covering. It's the four major ones. So it's MLB, NBA, NHL, and NFL. So those will be our four to start. Obviously, like you said, we're gearing up for an NFL launch. You know, NFL is far and wide the most popular played fantasy sport on the revenue side and the user side. So obviously, that's our big opportunity. And we're obviously planning to take advantage of that. But that's not to say we're not, we're not looking at other alternatives. You know, Ultimately, I see Owner's Box pivoting to some European soccer uh, after launch, you know, maybe not so close after we launch, but within the year, I, I think we're going to try to roll out some international sports here. What I love about Owner's Box is your focus on social engagement. So what I think is missing from, for example, ESPN or Yahoo is the ability to talk to your friends about the happenings in your league without leaving the platform. So a problem that I have is a trade is proposed. And then I have to go into Snapchat to see someone saying something about it. And the argument happens there. And then I'm like, wait, wait, what players was it again? There needs to be like a one-stop shop for everything we talk about with fantasy. Like we're talking with our friends on, on iMessage, on Snapchat. That should all be taken into the platform. Owner's Box, our number one priority is getting this social driven platform, right? And again, the way in which we're going to do that is through of multiple different things. I'll start with our chat system. Like you said, you know, you propose a trade to your buddy. He might not see that for weeks because there's no way of finding it unless you're digging through the transaction log on the actual platform. So what we're building is we have a fully integrated messenger system like the Facebook, the LinkedIn style messenger where you can easily search a name, chat with someone, anyone on the platform. You have a friends list where you'll be able to add and remove friends, start groups and actually compete privately with amongst those groups. So if you and your, your 10 buddies wanted to go in a group, 
You could actually spin up contests from that group. There's group chats within the group. So there's no, we want to eliminate the texting, the external third-party efforts, yeah. right? We want it to all happen on our platform. And actually, another way in which we're going to do that is as you're preparing for your fantasy league, you know, you're always going to do your research, right? You're going to dig into ESPN, Yahoo, all their all those third-party tool providers that give all the fantasy info. Ultimately, what Owner's Box was is we have a fully developed statistics platform in which we're building this, this, this game on top of it. So ultimately, we're integrating this full advanced stats platform in addition to our, our, our concept. So we ultimately think we want to provide the ultimate fan experience, right? And you talk about the new wave of fantasy sports. You make me laugh because you said it right off the bat. But, you know, we really are going for that. Why do you love working in the business of sports? It's kind of this just this sick topic like a bunch of kids want to go into like sports business because it's just so exciting what kind of element of it speaks to you growing up i played sports my whole entire life you know football baseball were my main two i played in high school and went on to play in university at bates college in the northeast and you know while i was at school i actually met um a very influential person to me and he actually um, is involved in sports tech, and he's a very smart, smart guy. And he was a he was a, ultimately a mentor to me while I was a freshman. You know, I took that, and you know, from there, knew I wanted to get into the sports tech space eventually. I just didn't know when or how it would be. So that's ultimately, as I said in the intro, why I started my podcast, similar to your model, just kind of soaking in as much information I can get as a young entrepreneur, and you you know, that would set me up for success coming out of school, right? So. Ultimately, my sports background is really inspiration to me uh, to get into this space, but also the people who I've met along the way. You know, I know a lot of uh, professional athletes who have influenced me. You know, they are always talking about all this this gambling engagement that's coming. And, you know, ultimately, those two factors are what really influenced me to get involved. It's hype, man. So if any listeners want to check this out, can they become a beta tester? And when does the service drop in full? Yes. So actually, if you're interested to join the beta, you can actually go to ownersbox.com right now and uh, type in your name and email and you will um, be added to the waiting list of our beta. So we're actually queuing that up right now, you know, building that out. And then obviously, once we hear news from the MLB and the NBA, obviously coming on, we'll open up that beta and anyone who's signed up um, from now on will have uh, a login code and everything they need to actually engage and get on our platform. So anyone who's interested, go to ownersbox.com right now and sign up and you'll be in the queue for the beta. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Sandy Plashkis, co-founder of Owners Box. I'm pretty hyped about their product. I definitely think there needs to be a platform that takes all these touch points and these different apps and brings them all into one for fantasy sports. I'm hyped. Catch you guys on Friday. Stay frosty, stay safe, stay thinking.